1: hello everybody hey now and welcome to another edition of courtside with christy and gabe right here on the her hoop stats podcast network i am christy winter scott joined as always by my guy gabe ibrahim and gabe all the basketball seasons the high school seasons and the college seasons begin next week and next up for us right here on courtside with Christy and Gabe is ACC women's basketball. Now, I know that Maryland is now in the Big Ten, but I played in the ACC, and so there's a little bit of like the heartstrings pulling me to this conference. And this year, I mean, with Virginia Tech going to the Final Four last year, there's a lot on the table. Obviously, they're adding new teams as well, but we'll get into all that. But what say you about the upcoming ACC Women's Hoop season?
2: I am extre- I'm extremely excited for all of the seasons you just mentioned. Yeah. Like, yeah, we both have jackets on. We have jackets on. Uh, on my nose is a little stuff because we I haven't know. bought the humidifier yet. Oh, so I need humidifier, yearly tradition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then so now it's like it's getting to basketball. Season.
0: We're yes. here. We're yeah.
2: here. Um, so I'm just pumped for everything. I mean, we have tri- my team has tryouts on Monday. Oh, man. We we're just talking about the NBA season we uh, and the yeah. hometown Washington Wizards. Too.
1: Oh, are struggling right now, but it's okay. They're young. They're. Big. Oh.
2: This is not an NBA podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, this is because we get to talk about the ACC. And like you mentioned, huge year last year. Virginia Tech breaking yeah. through, getting to the Final Four. You know, making history for their program. But just so right. many programs in this conference mm-hmm. making. obviously my Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> did a great job last year getting eight and have just teams that have are stacked with talent and we're stacked with talent last year and now we're bringing a lot of it back i think notre dame north carolina florida state louisville duke a bunch just a ton of teams that have a lot of talent and this conference last year was one of my favorite to watch partly because it's the conference i grew up in uh but great. i also love the style of play i think there's just really really exciting individual players and a lot of really good team play and i think Know with the big 10 last year, those two conferences to me, those two and the SEC, obviously,
1: agreed. um, You
2: know, it really stole the headlines. And I think the the ACC and the big 10 in particular took a step forward towards Mm -hmm. competing with those big SEC rivals and UConn because we have to include UConn.
1: Yes, yes, no, it, it was really exciting. I mean, shout out to Kenny Brooks, who had a fantastic career at James Madison University prior to leaving and going to Virginia tech and then getting them all the way to the final four. I was very proud of him, just knowing him over the years. And I believe um, they won three back-to-back-to-back titles um, at JMU um, when they were in the CAA conference. So, I mean, the success has followed him throughout his career, but for Kitley to carry that team on the interior and, oh, Amor on the outside was, was phenomenal for them in terms of being a table setter as the point guard. But it was just fun to watch that team. And I know we'll probably just start there because they made the furthest run in the in the tournament last year, getting to the uh, semifinals mm-hmm. before um, LSU came back towards the end of that game and, and got the win and then subsequently the title. Uh, but that was a great game. But what was it, do you think, about... Virginia Tech that sustained their success throughout last season and catapulted them to the Final Four.
2: Well, so I think uh, Liz Kitley. I mean, that's that's where you start, right? Uh, two-time. She is a now two-time uh, ACC yeah. Player of the Year. Uh, she may well be a three-time ACC Player of the Year. She was a preseason pick. She's my pick to win it, um, yeah. just because of of how you know solid she is in the interior. And I think she um, last year really took a step forward on the defensive end. So I think that's where her step forward came from last Mm -hmm. year. She played really well uh, as my dog just burst into the door. Oh, Oh,
1: now get him. Oh,
2: yeah. He was really excited to talk about Liz Kitley, apparently. (laughs)
1: Let's let (laughs) him in.
2: But so, yeah, so last year she took that big step forward on defensive end. Um, She's still not like the best center defensively, but she's really she's been good on that. end. And I think last year also adding Taylor Mm -hmm. Soule to the mix yes. and Keyner Trailer, you know, another transfer from the year before, just like those two players are huge to pushing that team over the edge. And then obviously you have the growth of Georgia Amor, like you mentioned, and she's back too. So you have the two top players on this team uh back, but man, you know, it, it is, a, they do lose a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. Ashley Wusu who didn't contribute to the level um, that we thought she was going to, she went to Penn state. We talked about her last week. Uh, Taylor soul, who I just mentioned, she transferred right. in, from BC and she was awesome. I mean, she yeah. was phenomenal last year. She's in the WNBA um, and she's the, just the type of player who did so many little things. That's going to be tough to replace her. And Kayana trailer, who's just a pure scorer, I mean, she's, yeah. right? Like, yeah. she's that type of player can get a bucket. I don't know that like, that's a lot to replace. And Deasia Gregg was also a big part of this locker room, this team, this culture, and they have some uh, good, transfers coming in, it's just, you know, I think the year after you accomplish something like making it to the final four, like winning your conference for the first time, yeah. getting yeah. that straight player of the year, like all those things, all those accolades. Well, now you put a target on your back and you have to replace a lot of players. They already had a short rotation last year. Like how do you think that challenge is looking like to Virginia Tech right now?
1: Oh, I think it's going to be huge, right? there, There's <laughs> always a different dynamic when you go from being the hunter to the hunted. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that just changes. I mean, that's nothing strategic. There's that's nothing written on a whiteboard. That's all mentality and emotion. OK. And uh, it does change when you make that huge leap and go to the final four. But I think when you're talking about what will be the biggest challenge, I think it'll be that. Right. Yeah. To understand that you have a different label. Right. You still have Virginia Tech across your chest. OK, let's not mistake yeah. that. All right. But there's there's a different kind of uh, moxie that that you have to carry underneath that jersey inside inside your chest, right? You have to be able to own and embrace that aspect of competing, and that's going to change. So now you you have to look at it as someone's trying to take something from me that I earned, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how you have to play. Um, you know, I'm just thinking back as an athlete. That's, yeah having won a title the year before, like in the ACC. Like we went back-to-back ACC titles right. back in the day. And, you know, that next year was different, right? People yeah. are trying to take your heads off. <laughs> you trying to take your neck, right? So there's, there's a different level of you're not going to do it. There's a different level of pride. There's a different level of um, just owning what is your moment. And you know what it feels like. So when you first do it, it's like you're chasing it and you finally do it. And now, when you get it, you want to be selfish with that thing, like you letting it go, like you. Like that's what it feels like. I want to do it again, right? So you want to definitely uh, watch for the chemistry piece, but I think it's going to be more of the emotional piece, the the competitive spirit piece that will shine through for uh, Kenny Brooks and his squad. And,
2: and you know, it's not like they're going into it completely different. I mean, they still have, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, Amor, Kitley. Kayla King, who is just knockdown yes. shooter, and a really good friend of Killy, so there's a lot of like bonds there, chemistry wise. So I think what you're saying is true. It, it will be more of like the can we sustain or the best punch of these teams who
0: you know yeah. they almost
2: got. They, they it was not easy for Virginia Tech in the ACC last year. No. So you're going to be playing teams that have that experience of either getting close or actually beating you last year. Now that you're older, that you're better, They you have that belief that, hey, we can get to them, we can get to them. So it becomes a lot, a lot tougher. I think I'm totally agree that that emotional state is going to be tough. Um, but, hey, they do have a great coach in Kenny Brooks. And, like, their front, their first five have a lot of – actually their first seven, like, like they had last year. A lot of experience there. I mean, Matilda Eck coming in from Michigan State – um, Rose Michaud, who I don't know if I pronounce her last name right, coming in from Minnesota, uh, and Olivia Sumail, who's coming in from fellow ACC school, Wake Forest. Those three players have a lot of experience. they played well in big games, but it's not the same. And, and they had that experience the last couple of years of integrating uh, transfers and all that. But I'm looking at it, and I think you have five freshmen on this roster.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think you're looking at one of them to contribute in some meaningful way. So one of those five freshmen really have to uh, contribute. I'm not the recruiting guy uh, for for neither men's or women's basketball. Um, so I don't know how good these players are. I just know that one of them is going to need to step up just for a numbers game. Like you want to have eight players that you can rely on throughout a regular season at the very least. I know Kenny Brooks has a short position, but you need I think you need eight. And especially when you think about, hey, maybe we we are looking more towards the end now. We don't okay. need. Whole season of the same sort of wear and tear that we had last year, because that may get to us this year. So now we want to have a deeper rotation in the regular season, and then if we have injuries at the end, we can have someone step in. So yeah, that I, that is probably my biggest concern is that they are going to have to have someone that we do not know about step up and and be a contributor. Um, but I mean, hey, Amor Kitley, those two may, may be the best duo in the country. Really, maybe the best duo in the country. Uh, Agree. Yeah right. There's there's a case for it. Probably.
1: Yeah, it makes me think about. Yeah, it makes me think about. Hey, we should do a poll on what's who are the the best duos. Well, I, I
2: may I may contradict myself honestly.
1: Um... <laughs> no, I mean I'd like to hear like what the ideas are. What's yeah. the what's the A B C D E like of the multiple choice on that? I, I think that's intriguing.
2: Yes. I C- like it. Caitlin Clark and anybody. <laughs> Uh, the big, firm, Iowa player. It's, a, it's not, now now it, the the law firm used to used to be uh, Clark Sonano. Now it's just Clark and Associates.
1: And Associates. Um, oh, you know, Gabe, I right? love
2: that. Clark and Associates, because they can all step up uh, when needed. But yeah, so I don't know. But I'm 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 honestly going to contradict myself as soon as we start talking about <laughs> the next team. Um, okay. Do you, you want to get to the next team? Absolutely. Or do you have any other thoughts on Virginia Tech?
1: No, no. I think it's just going to be intriguing to watch and, and see how they mesh uh, competitively and um, and how they can sustain their success from last year. I think that's going to be interesting as well. So,
2: yeah, I know. I'm good. Kenny Brooks, like, you know, on
1: top, right. You said what? I'm sorry. I was.
2: He, he's going to be on top now. So now it's like he's top yeah. dog. You know, do we get like Ken- more of Kenny Brooks, like feeling himself or do we get more of, like. <laughs> you know I'm I'm buttoned up Kent Brooks cuz there's there's both sides and they're really fun
1: i uh, yeah it's fun great. To watch him. He's, he's great he's yeah. a
2: great coach uh and yeah. another great coach uh Notre Dame it, it just a like, great a well coached team last mm-hmm. year um and just one that's been building and i think you know the first thing you have to mention um is Olivia Olivia Miles's injury yeah because it's dicey as to whether she's going to be on the floor for neil ivy's team um yep. starting out and i don't know I just, maybe someone else has the answer i don't maybe i missed something during media day i didn't uh, see that maybe mitch mitch northam I, if he's listening mitch l- let me know i don't know if i missed something with yeah,
1: but Mitch.
2: but she's a superstar um uh for coach ivy but man this team the rest of the team is superstar laden i mean you have sonia citron all ACC player last year, picked to be also ACC player this year. KK Br- uh, Bransford had a lot of experience last year, um, mm-hmm. and really they they're only losing Dara Mabry, huge loss, and Lauren Ebo, both huge losses, both players who contributed a lot last yeah. year. Yeah, but their young players are just—I think their young players are here to, you know, step up for them. And then you got Maddie Westbelt too. So Westbelt, oh, Citrone, Miles—if when Miles and Citrone are on the floor. That is maybe who I'm contradicting my pick of the best duo in the ACC, Mm -hmm. uh, Kelly Amor. Yeah, I think I may go Miles Citrone just because they're so dynamic on the perimeter. I mean, Miles, you know, even in the season last year where we were watching Caitlin Clark, um, Mm -hmm. she still had a claim to be the best, like, point guard, whatever, whatever a point guard is nowadays. She had the claim to be the best one of them, even in a season where Caitlin Clark was going crazy until her injury at the end of the year. And then who knows what happened in, in the tournament have you been healthy, but this team, sure. they're stacked. Uh, they have a top 10 that I think they can trust. Mm-hmm. And I think that for as long as Olivia Miles is out, if she is out, uh, Hannah Hildago is going to have a chance to to show her stuff. And I think she is a pretty good point guard and she can get this team to a lot of stuff. So I'm expecting Notre Dame to have a huge year. I'm still picking, I'll well, give away my top two, but like okay. I'm still picking Virginia Tech. Okay. The conference regular season, but okay. if no, I think Notre Dame when, when Miles gets back, maybe a better team, regardless of where they are in the standings.
1: I love that. Um, and you know, Notre Dame is playing South Carolina in Paris in the next How 80, we? 48 hours.
2: <laughs> is it in the next 48 hours?
1: Yeah, they're already there. Oh, my God. Well, I saw, I saw South Carolina was already there. They took their Eiffel Tower photo. Um, yeah. So I'm still... No, be, no, I'm
2: so going to in Paris because why not?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I know South Carolina's already there, so I'm assuming Notre Dame's already there as well. They
2: play on November 6th, so Monday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so they've been been there for a while. Good for them.
1: The vacay. I love it. Get some croissants. You have, like, four days. Wow. Beautiful. Mm. So, yeah, they're already there. So I'm assuming uh, Notre Dame's already there. But Olivia Miles, man, I mean, she just means so much to what they do. And when you talk about Notre Dame, and you say Olivia Miles' name and you think about all the uh, different ways she can set up her teammates, all the different ways that she can score on her own. But she's the point of contact, right? Wherever, it's, wherever it is, like offensively or defensively, it starts and ends with her. And, you know, I just want to make sure that she's 100% healthy. We've seen players come back mm-hmm. who haven't been 100% healthy and then really um, – Kept themselves off the court because they re-injure it or or have more of a uh, difficult injury to recover from. So hopefully she'll be okay to go, and maybe it, they may have to wait until the ACC portion of the season for her to be 100% cleared. And even if she is cleared prior to that, I mean I've been around the game a long time, and I don't. When you come back physically, you're cleared by the doctors physically but there's a mental hurdle or two or 10 that you have to get over as well um, to be able to trust your body. And we've talked about that as well. So hopefully she'll be able to come back, but Citroen is, nobody talks about her enough. I, you know, I had them early last year. I believe they were playing Northwestern, um, Mm -hmm. obviously non-conference early in this. I think it was the uh, big 10 ACC challenge. And I had that game and I was like, man, I don't know what Citroen may have had. Like Citron may have had, I don't know, four threes or five threes or something. Like she just went bananas, and I'm like, man, this kid is so young, but she's fearless, right?
2: She's like this.
1: She's yeah, all Never, the time.
2: You don't see the, her move from just like that center. Absolutely. That she's right here the whole time. And man,
1: Your time to tough. So, I mean, I think they have what it takes. And, you know, Ivy, I love her. And, you know, obviously with her track record of of excellence at Notre Dame, um, it just speaks for itself. But I think, you know, health really got in the way of what they wanted to do last year, not just with Olivia Miles, but with Mabry also, right, going Mm -hmm. down. And um, that was just tough for them to – to sustain that, but even with those injuries, and much like Brenda Freeze, like somehow they found a way to, to piece everything together and still find success and and make a strong push in the pull. Oh. Um, but am I still there? Yeah, still good. there. Sorry, I froze out. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. Technical
2: difficulties for anybody
1: I, this is a little glitchy, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, but but for me, I think just watching what neil ivy has been able to do as a coach just her philosophy the way she pours into the girls i think it's just really um i don't know it's it's what it's supposed to be and i know i told her that you know i watched practice and i just told her you know outside of what are the keys for the game like you know the common questions that you ask on it on a game day or a practice day or whatever um but i told her i was like you know, you're molding these young women in the way you're supposed to, like you're where you're supposed to be. And sometimes as a coach, you just need to hear that side of things too. And for me, I'm always going to, I'm always going to tell you what I'm thinking. And I'm pretty blunt with, with that. And I speak from the heart and I see what I see. Right. And I have to share that with her because, you know, it's bigger than basketball. I've said it to Dawn Staley too, and, and Brenda Fries and all these other coaches as well. Um, that they have the opportunity to really develop these young women in the way um, that they should go and in life and to be winners in life is is paramount. So I, I've seen that. But uh, just speaking about Citroen and, and the way that she's mentally uh, made up, uh, I mean, a lot of that goes Go to Neil Ivey and, and the way that she develops her players um, to be ready to compete that way and to stay composed and to be poised on the court. Um, you know, it's just really special. And it's, it's fun to watch.
2: Well, she's, I mean, she's also just one of the best coaches in the country. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, She's got Notre Dame rolling again, uh, yep. one of the best programs in, in this sports history. So it, she has, she has it all going on. I totally agree. I think she's a great like role model and energy she does bring that she brings the energy but she's not like bugging out on the sidelines like (laughs) me um so she she, I think she's like balance and she also just calls great sets she's got just great mind for basketball but yeah i think i'm just excited to see citrone this year i mean she's gonna have even that more of a starring role she's gonna get even more of the attention like you're saying i think a lot of people are gonna be uh, have their eyes open to how good she is because she is someone who can, she can play a little bit of point guard. I mean, she did in the ACC tournament because they had no other choice.
1: say she had to, yeah. <laughs> she
2: had to. It didn't go great, but it didn't go that badly either. Um, well, they did actually set the record for at least points scored in an ACC tournament game. But that's not on Sonia. She played uh, her guts out, and I think she now with a real point guard around her and especially when Olivia comes back, this team is rolling with her. Um, and also, they have a, they have a pretty hard schedule early on, but it's not like killer. Like they have that South Carolina game in Paris, so it'll be just yeah. fun to be in Paris. Uh, then they come here. I don't know why, but they come here to play Illinois in Capital One, I believe. Oh, the city.
1: Wait, sh- what is that for?
2: The City Shamrock Classic. I guess because we live in DC.
1: Wait, when is that game?
2: Uh, that would be November 18th. Where, where, we're, uh, I don't even know where this game is. Hold up. I got to
1: find out now. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Wait, am I in town like that
2: day? <laughs> so, November 18th. Um, oh, okay. So they do this every year. That's fun. Um Where's that? Okay. Going to. Oh, it's going to be at the Mystic Stadium. Yes, so. Hey.
1: Wow. How Great did thing. I miss? memo on that thank you for that i gotta put
2: that on the old calendar that's it that's a tough game illinois is no joke we talked about illinois in our last podcast Good team. uh then at tennessee for the new acc sec challenge because i don't think we're doing the big 10 challenge anymore because i guess we're not friends with the big 10 i don't know, I don't know
1: what happened there
2: welcome to what cal and happened? stanford next year
1: i oh know how God. about cameron
2: brink in the conference you said what cameron brink may be in the conference next year if she stays at stanford
1: if she stays
2: this is not Pac-10 or whatever conference. I don't even mean, know what the hell call it anymore. Pac-10. Pac-10. Uh, and then they have at UConn, just to end it off. But that's in like January. So that one's not, okay. not for a while. Um, so those three games early on are tough. So maybe maybe they struggle without Miles. But when she comes back, man, this team, yeah. this team is rolling. And I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see it all go. Uh she's she's small, but she's tough. She's um, tough. She binds PBI. DC yeah. DC. Paul Paul the Fifth for all the people who are not from around here. <laughs>
1: You're funny today. It must be the hat because you it's
2: have the. Hat. Hat. I was feeling. I was not feeling uh, chill enough with my hair out, so <laughs> now we're moving to the hat. North yeah, Carolina. We well well, and now we have hat. hat
1: game. Okay, go ahead.
2: What? you want to talk about, North
1: Carolina? Yes, let's okay. dive in. I'll
2: get. In, I'll get. I'll get real serious for North Carolina. Okay. Um, I, I just. I really like them. Cordy Banghart is is actually my that. dog. We hung out once. We watched. I'm not serious. I'm back to not being serious. Um we watched the Duke UNC. We watched the uh, the Duke UNC Final Four game on the men's side together.
1: Oh, oh uh, yeah, you told me that. I remember North Carolina,
2: yeah. When North Carolina uh retired Coach K, one of my favorite yeah. basketball memories, because I got to watch with Courtney Banghart. So I'm a little biased. I like this team a lot, but I also just think they are awesome. I mean they add they have Deja Kelly, they have Alyssa Utsby. Then they add, I think three of the best transfers to come into this conference, Lexi mm-hmm. Lunarski. From Iowa State. Okay. Uh Maria Gottdang from BC. So that's technically not someone coming into the conference. But she was awesome last year and she's from Miami. Um, and India Navarre from Stanford, who comes okay. over after being a very highly touted recruit and coming in. She's from North Carolina, so she's coming home. And I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of different starting lineups that they may throw out there, but I think at some sometimes those three may be a starting or finishing lineup for them. And that's crazy to think about how good this team was last year, that they're going to add three transfers. But, you know, I just think those three transfers are really, really good. They do have some bodies to replace. Kenny Ty Williams goes to Ole Miss. Uh, mm-hmm. Ava Hodgson, William & Mary's finest uh, before transferring to North Carolina. She graduated. Um, I, I'm excited for this team. They're going to need some gelling, which is why I have them third. But honestly, I think if they come together – uh, and they, you know, can get that experience together. This mm-hmm. is a team that I could see going very, very far in the NCAA tournament. I think this yeah. is right up there. I have so I have these three teams in a tier by themselves: Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, North Carolina. I think they're just above the rest of the ATC. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. Um, Deja Kelly, I know you know she had some ups and downs offensively mm-hmm. last year a little bit, but boy, those ups were. Up, yeah. Right. She can go unconscious on the offensive side. Um, and I think just going through that last year, the ebbs and flows of that, I think, you know, she's ready for a season where that's the challenge for her is mm-hmm. to be consistent every single game. And obviously you understand that she's going to be drawing the toughest defenders from other teams. Yep. So and, and maybe it, it might be more complicated than that. maybe they're they're going to be scheming directly at her. Um, throwing extra bodies her way, uh, getting the basketball out of her hands. So she may have to find other ways to impact the game other than her ability to score, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I'm looking at Deja Kelly this season as someone who um, I mean, she can set the table and this, that's not going to be something new for her, but it may have to be something that is more for her this year to do. Um, So it may be, if you're looking at it as a, a pie shape, it may be, okay, scoring, like they needed her to do a lot more scoring this year. It may be a little less scoring and a lot more playmaking, um, which is still great for the team because yeah. of all the pieces that you just discussed. So, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what what Deja Kelly looks like uh, with the team this year. And, and if her role changes at all in terms of uh, being the play or being the playmaker in their system this season and what, defenses throw her way and how she operates against it so i'm intrigued to, to watch how that unfolds for sure
2: well i i think she she did get um you know a little bit more practice with that last year but still you know hodgson was really a table setter for them um and now this year i think you know kelly will take on that that um the more of the table setting role but i think there's also just a little bit more dynamic playmaking um around at the point guard position and i love eva Hutchins. she's just not the sort of driver that lexi donarski is i mean donarski can get to the rim. she can create for herself too so that's, yes. that's just a really easy weapon to say hey when i'm when i'm driving i can have a player that's moving around a little bit more and coming into the lane and then mm-hmm. re- getting that dribble drive action i think you have you can have a really really nice dribble drive offense with these three and then god dang She's dynamic. She's a good offensive rebounder. And she can, you know, hang out in the in the dunker spot, which is where she's going to need Mm -hmm. to be and score from there. So I just think it's a great mix. It really fits. I love, I love what they did in the portal. And I love what Deja Kelly is. And I love what Liz Otsby is too. I think those they're they're two tough players that are versatile and rugged. Um, and hopefully this year there's there's um just less pressure on Utsby to be the only defensive stopper. I think last year there was times where she, you know, she was really carrying a lot of the burden defensively or any one of them or was it, whether it was Kenny, Kenny Todd Williams, it just kind of felt like, you know, they, there was not a ton of communication at times.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
2: when they lost in those right. games. Didn't and it didn't happen a lot because they were pretty good last year, only 11 losses, but they did have games where they had to come out better. And I think this year, you have the, all these players who have experience, who have come from different coaching staffs as well. They're going to come in with, I think, hopefully an attitude of saying, hey, we got to really get together quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they have they have South Carolina as well. They have at UConn uh, in December. They play Oklahoma in Charlotte. Okay. A lot of weird matchups early on.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? Like in different locations. Wow.
2: I, okay. I, I, go, I guess there's uh, people in, I don't know, man. Rhyme and a
1: reason. There's a rhyme and a reason for it. We just don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure someone, know. I'm
2: sure someone knows. I don't
1: know. I don't, but I but, love it though. I love it for them. Like, that's yeah. I so I think,
2: think mix it up a here. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. I, you want know how
1: you how to, I love that so much, but go ahead. <laughs> rank,
2: I want you to rank these three teams or would you have it any different? Cause right now I have it. And remember when I say they're in the same tier, I mean, they're usually like, they're not that different. So I'm just yeah. ranking them within when, amongst themselves. I have Virginia Tech, then Notre Dame, then North Carolina. And and I think also I think the type of ranking you're doing matters. So for me, I was thinking like, what's this team going to be like at the end of the year, rather than what maybe their standings are.
1: That's what I was. That's yeah. what I was thinking.
2: Yeah. So it's more of a power ranking, I guess, a power ranking rather than a predictive uh, ranking. I'm thinking like when these teams are are full blast. And they're ready to go. Who am I? Who am I picking? Yeah. In the ACC tournament, the NCAA tournament. So I have the so my ranking is Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, North Carolina. Would you change that?
1: No. And and um, you just stamped my my final opinion of that and my final vote, <laughs> uh, just because you said what they will look like yeah. as the season goes along. Because I think it, at the beginning we talked about Olivia Miles and and the health there, uh, and I'll know you know mm-hmm. what they're saying. About when her her time or her window of time will be to return healthy and everything, and it's going to take some time even when she does get back. And that's what I was alluding to as well, like the mental uh, side of it um, and being comfortable and trusting everything about how you move and what you want to do and how that looks and how that impacts the game. Because even if she comes back right and she's trying to get back in, I mean maybe there will be a game with a ton of turnovers that she typically wouldn't have, right or shots aren't falling in rhythm because she's trying to get her legs under her and get the rhythm back. Um, But I have no doubt that will happen. I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but I'm saying that may be a process that we have to understand. Um, And it will probably take some time for her to get into prime game shape and prime game mental Mm -hmm. shape um, to be able to compete and, and impact the game the way that she was before she was injured. And so... Yeah, but I, I'm I'm in agreement with that order. Okay. Those three, Bing, 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 A, B, C.
2: Yeah, I think I think the, the the caveat for the end of the season thing with Olivia Miles is is a big deal because yeah, that's
1: a big deal. She's
2: a, she's she's a superstar, a legit superstar. I, actually, someone that had she been uh, healthy right now, I was going to pick to be Player of the Year. Wow. Uh, frankly, I kind of thought about it even as it stands right now, but wow. I definitely prefer it to Kitley because she deserves the deference after winning a two straight years.
1: Yeah. Interesting so, though. Yeah. Right? That's definitely something to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. I love it. All
2: right. I have a, t- I have another tier here.
0: Another tier.
2: Three three t- well so I actually yeah. this is weird. I put I, I have the conference divided up into three tiers. So we have the top three who I think yeah. are the championship favorites. And should be the NCAA favorites in the conference. now I have this other tier. And I don't really know what to do with it. Um, so here's like the... I, I have This is the order I have it in right now. I have okay. Florida State. Then Miami. Then Louisville. Then okay. State. Then Duke. But here's my caveat. And this is where the tiers come in. So don't get mad at me. Okay. Fans of a certain school... That has a red bird in the silica. Um <laughs> I think it, you could tell me any of these co- teams finish fourth in the conference. So you could okay. tell me who finishes fourth. I would not be that surprised. You told me Louisville, NC State, any of those teams. I just think Florida State and Miami have a lot of young talent. And yeah. not a lot of people are talking are talking about it. And I think for Florida State, like, to Neil Ladson absolute dog the the nation did not get to know her because no. she was hurt in the postseason right that is a baller and then Michaela Timpson is another player like those two we were talking about best duos in this conference they're not there yet they're not yeah. there yet but they may get there this year under Brook Wyckoff I could totally see it because they those two last year there was times where they were just mowing people down I mean yeah I the ACC tournament first half Michaela Timpson against Wake Forest was like a bloodbath. Like they could not do anything against her. And so yeah. you do that at times against teams in this conference, she's going to be a real force to handle. And Latson, I mean, one of the best freshmen in the country last year, overall period. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I know. Oh, go ahead, Hank, go ahead.
2: So I, I, I'm just big on Florida State. I'm big on Miami. I'll explain Miami in a sec, but let, we'll talk about Florida State. What, what, what do you like about them from last year? What do you expecting?
1: Yeah, I had them in the first round of the tournament um, when they were – did they have Georgia?
2: Yeah, I think they had Georgia. I, think they had Georgia. I
1: believe. Um, yeah, because it was, it was at Iowa City, uh, and they had Georgia in that first round. And they were just so young. And they had – the thing about the young teams, okay, is that they swing for the fences and they have great energy, but just sometimes the decision-making isn't quite – all the way there like Luther Van Vandross had the jerry curl the curl wasn't quite turned all the way over to Cedric the Entertainer that was a funny joke from um back in the 1900s probably That Jordan says all the time where I'm from um but um do you even know what a jerry curl is I know what
2: a jerry curl is oh
1: okay I remember Deion had one
2: Deion Sanders while we're on the topic of course Deion Sanders made this really uh that it's like a rap video with his teammates oh. one year. It was like okay. a seminal stomp or whatever. Cause they, cause Miami had won the championship the year before and okay. Fortis came into the season ranked number one. And then Dion with all his Jerry, this Jerry uh, curl juice, it's <laughs> like, like going everywhere. You know, it looks like he, he's in a, a model, you know, with the hair all wet. He's talking, and the Canes came out, and I think they stopped him. I think they won like 35 nothing in the first game of the season.
1: Oh, my God. So good. You get my. Jerry I, get Crow the, I get
2: the Jerry Crow reference. I ain't oh. get the whole thing. But I'm old enough.
1: But, you know, uh, but the, the young players, like, it's like if the curl doesn't quite go all the way around. Okay. So I think that's what they were missing last year, just the full on uh, cohesiveness that you see with experienced teams. And so Brooke Wyckoff, first of all, I love her. Hey, Brooke. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Um, I love her. I love um, the fact that she's coaching at her alma mater. Um, I love the fact that Sue Simral was um, her coach and she got had an opportunity to coach alongside of her before taking over for um, her coach in college. And so um, just the philosophy and the culture is, is very similar And there's nothing like coaching an alma mater. I will say that. Um, Just uh, having done that twice, uh, college and high school, so there's like that extra added um, piece. And Neil Mm -hmm. Ivy knows about that as well. But um, but I just think it's it's it was fun to watch them play, right? And and you saw like the mistakes that they made or the errors that happened, the miscues that that um, occurred during the game. I was chalking it up to them being so young. Like it wasn't like oh they just don't have it. I'm like they will get it, but maybe not this year. Right. And um I just love the way that they play, the style that they play. Um, you saw what they were trying to do. Even if the play didn't get yeah. executed fully, you saw what they were trying to do. So I think this year, it's always that next year anyway. Right. Whether you go from freshman to sophomore, or sophomore to junior, that's when things really start clicking and coming together in terms of uh, expectations and accountability. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're going to see from Florida state
2: and lots and, and why about, I mean, lots and Timpson there. I think, let me see. Did they both get picked? I know lots got picked for uh I
1: said, Yeah. For
2: All ACC. Yeah. Yes. She, she was second in voting. Jeez. Yeah. That's right.
1: You
2: know, but yeah. It was on there too. Wow. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. I know she was second yeah. and Florida state's picked fifth. So I'm not crazy there. I have him fourth. Just ahead. head. I have a, have him ahead of Louisville. But that's, I think it's about right for Florida State. Um, yeah, and and, and to, to go on the other side of the coin, and when you talk about Florida State, you got to talk about Miami, because um, we're the better school. So. <laughs> we do have, that type, have I ever told you we have a cannon uh, on campus there that points towards Florida State?
1: I never knew that. A cannon. A cannon. What is written on the cannon, or can we not say that? We I can not
2: say- No, no, it's just like a, it's like a legit oh. old school <laughs> cannon. Look, oh, a,
1: okay. I thought it was
2: two like one on campus. One of them points towards the Everglades for some reason and the other one points towards Florida State.
1: Interesting.
2: I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember all the meaning. I just know where they are. I could take you. They point.
1: Yeah. Uh, I want to check that out. Wow. It's a, it might at Florida state.
2: Interesting. Because <laughs> we obviously that's our rival. Um, yeah. it's not I it's not like Florida. I dislike Florida. I like Florida State. They're just our rival. Like everyone um. in this conference. I like everyone in this conference. <laughs> except for Duke men's basketball <laughs> and all the football teams I dislike but men's and women's basketball for the most part I'm, I'm cool with everyone oh wow back to what we were talking about Miami <laughs> the Hurricanes elite eight last year baby let's go Katie Meyer breaks Katie. and they lose a lot so they lose okay. both the Cavender twins one of them to WWE the other one to semi-retirement slash taking a year off and coming back and playing basketballs like yeah, yeah
1: where is she playing now the one, one she's not of playing she's i like, thought one of them was on another team one of them said she's coming back to basketball she's coming back but for next year oh okay okay
2: for okay so that's Haley. that haley's the point guard haley's a little bit better of a player uh hannah's in wwe though so she's like more of my favorite god at bless her go ahead girl and then destiny harden i mean that's where oh, it, really it starts for miami in terms of losses she was this team's heart and soul, best scorer, mm-hmm. player who bailed them out of bad situations, game, game-winning shot taker, like, meant so much to this team in terms of culture. It's going to be really tough to replace her. Um, Arisevich, Pendande, like, those two starters who – and Pendande was huge, huge, huge mm-hmm. uh, in the tournament. So, look, they lost, <laughs> I guess, five – not five starters, five starter-level players that had started mm-hmm. at various times throughout last season – they add, though, I think a lot in the portal. I think Cheyenne Day Wilson from Duke last year, Duke's leading scorer. No, Duke's second leading scorer. The other leading scorer transferred to Ohio State. We talked about her on last week's podcast. Cheyenne Day Wilson comes in. I think she's going to be phenomenal in Miami system. I mean, the system is like geared towards getting yeah. smaller guards to the rim and getting them opportunities to create, and she is that yeah. type of player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you you look at the other transfers they got. They should f- fill in around, and then you look at the players um, remaining, and it's just like Jasmine Roberts kicked butt last year. If if y'all remember in the tournament, she was a, she was the player that everyone was talking about because she kicked she kicked butt. She was able to get to all of her spots when they when teams tried to bottle up Destiny Harden. Mm-hmm. Jasmine Roberts, as a freshman, stepped up and took that challenge. Now this year, it's even going to be. You know, more on her shoulders. Jaleah Williams is a junior now. She's gonna be she was awesome last year, she's gonna be awesome this year. And then Kayla Oldacre is a sophomore. Larissa Spearman is a sophomore. Those two were the two highest ranked, I believe were the two highest ranked recruits in Miami basketball history, or at least wow. in the 1990s. Oldacre last year, you could tell to you know, you know, yeah, yeah, she was just like a you could tell, like she's a big person, she knew like kind of what to do, but she didn't know like how, where to be or how to like finish or have, like, you know, all of the nuances. And she started to get that throughout the year. And especially the end, she grew Spearman, right. was her, but mm-hmm. she, she can be a big player too. And this team's just big Miami, four players over six, four. That's my selling point. This team can finish top four in the conference. This team can replicate what they did last year. It just, it's just a little different. So I, I think, I, I think the, the, per, the thing that needs to happen is one of these players needs to grow into that's sort of just like the score, the destiny heart, the play that, okay, we're in yeah. trouble. We find Jasmine, we find Julia, whatever. But I think that's going to happen. And I think this team is going to go far. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to surprise people. Yeah. End of spiel.
1: I know. I love it. Um, and first of all, it starts with, with Katie Meyer and you know, the tremendous job that she's done there at Miami and with the size that they possess. I mean, you, you're not typically seeing that a lot, Across the board, you're seeing a lot of small ball, of five out motion, um, mm-hmm. offense sets, a lot of push pace. Um, but I think even with the size, they'll be able to push pace. And it's not just uh, fast breaks. It's like early offense and get the ball inside. They're going to play inside out. I mean, that's just my guess. But I mean, um, oh, yeah. you know, with Katie, um, just watching her coach over the years and and how she played. All right. She wants to get into the paint okay um, she Everyone's together. A player and she, at Duke she played at Duke but she did that as a player and you know obviously that's the way she coaches she's going to get 10 toes in the lane somehow right mm-hmm. and she's gonna put pressure on the defense by doing that every single possession she's going to test the paint so um I think with that notion and philosophy, and the size, right? Um, even if they miss shots, they're going to be there for the boards. And um, and that's another piece uh, that she loves, another key component. So um, it's going to be interesting to watch Miami play. And, you know, like you said, see who steps to the plate. See who steps up to be, um, I don't want to say the face of the team, but, you know, one that they can rely on, you know, night in and night out to be consistent and efficient. And I think that's going to be the test. To see who that is and and who emerges in that role for them.
2: It's gonna be, I, I mean, the, and there's gonna be problems. I mean, there's gonna be times where it's like, oh, we only have one ball. You know, <laughs> how are you gonna figure it out? Um, and I think, <laughs> but I think shy coming over, she's people. People are gonna remember how good she was. Uh, yeah. I think last year, the offense for Duke was just kind of a mess. Um, and, and it just didn't work for really anybody. Um, plus Taylor got points, but it wasn't. It just didn't flow as well as they should. It should have. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. this year when she comes to Miami with all these players that have played together she's going to fit right in. Um, so Shy Shy could have a really big year, a year where people are like, "Well, remember now. We recall." Um, so hopefully Shy has that. Let's move on to Louisville. Um, yeah. okay, so yeah, I know you're I'm picking them 6. Okay. Okay. That's a little low for Louisville because they're Louisville. Um, although last year they finished they did not finish that well in the conference.
1: And start last year I mean in non-conference play because they were in the top 10 you know early on in the in the national polls yeah. and then they fell out of the top 25 and then worked their way back into the mid-range there
0: they um, finished
2: they finished fourth last year but they were unranked at the end of the season
1: right um but you know they started ranked though yes. and then dropped and then came back and then dro- you know they were in and out of the top 25. Um, for AP, I know that as a voter, that they were, you mm-hmm. know, uh, in and out of there. But, you know, they lost some close games out of the gates. And, and you know, that kind of – that was surprising to me um, a bit. I mean, I know they lost a lot, too, uh, to the league. And and now with losing Haley Van Lift to LSU, that's going to be even tougher. Um, but I do know that uh, Gilbert Arenas, his daughter, just uh, made a verbal <laughs> – commitment there so congrats to her it's my little niece i mean not technically or my blood but just you know i remember when she was a little poodle pie with a little she two is. pups with running around with my kids um uh, when gilbert was here in dc but yeah so she she just committed there so she's a senior in high school this year but she'll be there next season but um you know they're gonna I'm, have to find someone to take over oh, what, what were you gonna say well i was gonna say now
2: that you mention it i don't really know who the heck she's gonna play with next year I don't know how many of these people have, because oh, yeah. uh, I mean there there's three transfers here that I have in the starting lineup, and I, I don't know if any of them. Maybe Jada Curry has some years. I don't remember. I don't. I know Kiki Jefferson coming in from JMU. She's JMU? a grad. Yeah. Uh, you got. Elijah Love is a grad. I will check on all these things. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just an ex- like it's an experienced team, and they had a lot of turnover last year. Yes. And so that's yeah. where. You, you mentioned you mentioned the biggie. Uh no Haley Van that? Oh, we're not doing What do you it as think
1: you- about that? What do you think about that? What do you think about that? Not not her going there, but what do you think about how that impacts the team since she was very ball dominant wow. and as she should have been? Okay. When yeah. I say ball dominant, I'm not saying she was, you know, chucking. I'm saying that she was setting up the plays, she was making the plays. So who how do they how do they fill that void um
2: you don't i think you gotta just change the way you play like realistically like you're just gonna have to change and i know i I think louisville prefers to have that sort of ball dominant score i mean when you look at the best teams in their history they had uh whether it's myish Heinz allen or um you know Haley van Lith or who angel mccotry right like throughout the jeff walls timeline there's been that sort of so maybe someone comes up comes across and they do have talent like i mentioned those those players i just mentioned jada curry coming in from cal kiki jefferson coming in from jmu nina ricard's coming in from florida they can all ball they're all hoopers but i don't think any single one of them is is going to you know step up and be a haley van level scorer because there's just not that many of those players in the world, like there's not that many, many players that go around in the ACC, so it's just going to be a different attack. I think, um, Olivia Cochran's gonna have to play uh, yeah. a major role offensively. She did last year, she was really, really good last year. Um, I love her energy. She's gonna have to, uh, you know, be a little bit more sure with the ball, I think, be a little bit stronger in the post and score more just from, you know, hey, dumping in, we're gonna need some dumping baskets from Olivia Cochran, and I think she can do that. I think they will have mismatches. Across the board, because I think Jada Curry is a really good scorer. Um, mm-hmm. I think e. Jefferson, she's playing the three, probably. Nyla Harris playing the four. She's right. going to have a good matchup most nights. Both those players, Curry and, and Jefferson, on the newcomer watch list. So, like, there's a lot. There's a lot to be excited for in Louisville. Just, like, so much change. And then just, like, I'm not trying to – I'm not saying anyone is – like, it, it's not pejorative. That's what it is. It's not being me to say that none of these players are Haley Van and when you lose a Haley van lift, you're everything is kind of changing because mm-hmm. she was so good. So they, they, I just think there's going to be, um, and they've not, it's not like she's just, she's not the only person they lost. Right. Are Morgan Jones, uh, Mikasa Robinson, Liz Dixon, yeah. Mikasa Robinson, Mikasa Robinson herself. If had, she just left, I would have said, Hey, Louis was going to have to change a lot because she did so much for him defensively. Yes. But Haley and her. It's a lot. It's just a lot of change. Um, and we'll see who steps up. I think they're a really talented team. And I could totally see them finishing, you know, fourth in the conference or, or moving up, depending on how, um, yeah. you know, those other teams work out.
1: Yeah, no, agreed. And, uh, you know, Jeff Walls, I mean, he's he's been there before. This isn't anything new. Like, just to, you know, get his players to mesh at the right time. And it may not be at the beginning of the season, but as the season progresses, um, the way that he has them organized has always been the difference maker. So, um you know, I think it'll be interesting, like you said, to see who will be that ball dominant player for them, and who Jeff Wall's trust in that role um, that he seems to always want to have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, every coach wants that, it's okay? So I'm not saying that in any kind of way either, because I and listen, I want the player that I trust the most to have that ball in their hand, especially in crucial situations. Don't no, get me. I, I, I don't I say best, that. I'm not. I don't
2: want that, the best players on my team.
1: I, just,
2: I don't want the best players on my team as a coach, you know? I just I'll go, I'll, I will go without. No, I'm kidding. Of course. I'll take
1: no, let's say, you know, I'm so gullible, man. I'm sitting there like, wait, what are you talking about? I'm like, what? Why would you say I'll that? You, if you can ball, you're on the team. You're on the team. But at the end of the game, I don't want somebody, you know, who's skittish in those moments and you know who's not. I want the ball in the hands of the cold blooded one who has no emotion behind their eyes and they're just going right at you and they're going to execute, right? I don't want the, what are we doing? What's the call again? No, yeah. make the play, right? Go with the cold blooded cold eyes. Go with, go with that guy, go with that girl. Like that's what I'm going to do. I, 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 I need to trust you. I need to trust you. If you're a ball dominant player, I need to trust you.
2: And I think, I think Kiki Jefferson, I think that's the person she she's, she's a straight hooper. I mean, we saw it last year. Yeah. It's Ohio State in the tournament. We saw all her whole time at uh, James Madison. I really love these transfers. I love seeing the player come from a a program that's not as Harrell did, that was playing really well, that only like, you know, the sickos and the nerds were really into (laughs) watching for a few years when they come to this big conference and they can make some noise. I I think it's really exciting. And she's one of those transfers. I think she's going to be one of the leaders on the team. Her her and Jada Curry have to step up. Um, Jada Curry, who transfers from Cal, unknowingly transferred within the conference. Just Cal's now in the oh agency. because
1: yeah dang Cal and Stanford coming I on think, in how about <laughs> G- that let's see uh
2: <gasps> where is she Jada Curry's a junior so yeah not impossible that she has to play camp- Cal in a conference game after transferring from the Pac-12 wow uh, how
1: about that the- huh.
2: I can't I it's can't really get-
1: harder for those teams that have to come east a hundred times right everyone's like wow everyone has to go out there no they have to make all the trips <laughs> yeah. they are going to come east all they're, the time you're traveling
2: but- like twice as far as everyone else that's what I'm
1: saying you got eight o'clock class the next day you have a class you have a game at, you know at, at Clemson or somewhere and you got flyback it's, it's like I can't even get
2: mad at Maryland for not being in the ACC anymore because what the, like I can't they have bigger fish to fry I have have like more important things in front of me now. It's like Stanford's here and Cal's here. Not Maryland's not here. I want to focus on Maryland not being here.
1: Interesting, right? It's great. I mean, it's just, I think it's going to go, this is me. I, I, you know, no one's told me this and this is just my opinion. I think that it's going to go like a North South, huge mega conferences, like just slice it right down the middle and have this conference, play that conference, you know, and, and just have this, whole snorgasbord of of games. I don't know how you can organize something like that, but I think that's what we're getting to, right?
2: I I think so. Well, really, we're going down to like two, ACC is hanging on. Yeah. The pack two, the (laughs) two-pack, the two-pack, I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. he
1: said the two-pack. That's what it is. (laughs)
2: Oh, the two-pack. I didn't even think about that. Ooh, I
1: got bars. You don't know, talk to me about it. <laughs> okay, let's not, let's let's worry.
2: We'll <laughs> have a podcast it's at some other time. Bring on back. <laughs> I, I think it's time. Okay, I think we've got we've gone uh pretty long. I think it's time to just kind of go uh, rapid fire. Are, are you okay. are, all right? So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna say a team. I'm gonna say one thing about it. Respond if you want. If not, say next. Okay. Um, let's see what's going on at NC
1: State. Next, uh, no, I'm just joking. No, no,
0: I'm,
1: just joking. I'm sorry. I had an extra shot in my coffee today, but anyway, go ahead. Earlier, anyway, go ahead, and talk to me.
2: Denaya Rivers that is her team this year officially. Uh, she is going to be the, the leader. I'm excited to see what she can do, how much she can produce. I think she's going to make all ACC. A uh, ton of talent. Excited to see it because it's like she went to when she went to South Carolina, everyone was pumped. Yeah, now she transfers to NC State i um, looking for an opportunity to kind of have this, this chance to to be the leader of the team. She's going to have the chance to be the leader of the team. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like that. Um, and I love river's game, you know, as a freshman at South Carolina, mm-hmm. she was I thought, fantastic, but I think she, you know, made the right move for herself um, to get the minutes that, that she wanted to have, I guess. Uh, and I don't know the parameters of her decision, but outside looking in that, feels like what it was and she did a great job last year um, at nc state for coach moore but you know they did lose a lot too so let's not forget about who yeah. nc state lost um, coming into this year not just to graduation but to transfer
2: diamond johnson who's at norfolk state really fun story i'm excited yeah. to see how she does jada boy jakea brown turner who went to maryland uh camille hobby i forget where she transferred we talked about her uh, those four those are big time those yeah. are big first for them they, that was That's a lot funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a year after Kunane leaves. Um it, it's a lot of upheaval in NC State, but look, I think I do really think uh River Rivers gonna have a big year I and mean, it's gonna be good good for um a lot of people who were interested in her coming out when she was going to mm-hmm. South Carolina, they're gonna see her get a chance to to do it. Um yeah. I wonder what what, what would have happened if she stayed at South Carolina. You always think about these things because now it's oh, like
1: hard. yeah.
2: You would have had a nice team over there. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: But you did play a lot. I sure she had she had a big role on a good team. Uh sure. Duke. Duke, next up. Uh, I just, I mentioned they lost her two uh top scorers to the transfer portal. It's Les Taylor oh. and and Day Wilson. They also lost Elizabeth Balgoon and a bunch of other players that had played really big roles for them. Um how uh, many in
1: total did they lose? Eight? One, two, three, four, five,
2: six, seven, eight. Eight players yeah. from last year's team are no longer there. They do have a couple of transfers. Uh that I like Tania Mr from BC, the BC team last year. I really liked them, and then they transferred. Sad for me and for BC. Uh, yeah. but the biggest newcomer, and this is the my point on, on Duke, one thing on Duke, Jaden Donovan. She's a okay. straight hoop. Right. She's she's better. Well, she's long. She plays. I think she's gonna play the four. I have her at the four. I don't know, but she can play a four or five. Uh, what's her, I think she, I want to say she's six, four ish, six, okay. three, six, two, she's six foot. Okay. No, I was thinking okay. about her, the other front, the other player, sorry, on the, uh, sorry, I got her confused because she was on the Sidwell team. Um, okay. so I forgot, I got her confused with the big, she is going to be, she's like a wing though. And she can hoop, she can score, oh, she okay. can shoot, she can, dre- she can, uh, handle the ball. I have her as a really big part of this team. She is on the newcomer. Um, watch list for. Right. Yep. Yep. She's right there. Uh, the newcomer watch list for the ACC. She's going to have a big year uh, because they need someone to take over a lot of scoring. And she's, okay. she's not the proven score, obviously as a freshman, but she's probably their highest tied t- high, high, most touted, there we go. Most touted score coming right. next season and they will need to replace a lot of it. So her and mayor um, from BC. Two players I think are having big years.
1: I like that. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think there's opportunity there, right? So, with all the change and and the players leaving, but Carol Lawson, I mean, if you've ever heard her speak and you know and, and encourage her players, I think whoever's sitting in front of her in that locker room or in that huddle on the sidelines, they're gonna be motivated to compete hard and and play to the best of their ability. So we'll see what that looks like for them.
2: Do you, do you remember the team I'm talking about from Sidwell? It was Kiki's team.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, they won the whole thing.
2: Where did their big end up?
1: Oh, isn't she young? She's a 24, right?
2: Maybe she is a 24.
1: She's a 24. And I don't know if she committed yet. Oh. Uh, is it Dudley? W- was-
2: is it the coaches?
1: Yes. Kid? Yes.
2: W- yes. She, she's the big I was thinking about.
1: She's yeah, she's a baby. No, she's a baby then with Kiki. I did
2: watch your tape for this. I promise. I just got it. I got all my wires crossed.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. Um, UCLA. She's oh, she she committed.
2: She committed to okay. UCLA. Okay. With Kiki. We got to the bottom of the mystery.
1: With Kiki. Oh, with yeah. Kiki. Yeah. See. Turns They're out, turns out uh,
2: Los Angeles is really nice, and people want to live there.
0: <laughs>
2: Moving on from Dude. But Go ahead. Huh? Oh, and the big-, big Ten. You know, when you think about Big Ten Weller, you think about Los Angeles.
1: Uh, I will once that season. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. This is big for Christy.
2: This is big for Christy.
1: <laughs> Double dip, USC and, and UCLA. Just
2: stay out there. Just, just hang out for here. LA
1: for a week. I like
2: it. <laughs> uh, Syracuse. Uh, the Asia Fair coming back. That's that's my thought. I think they can make the tournament this year. They were pretty close last year. They mm-hmm. won one of the games in the ACC tournament. Um, they probably make it in. Isabel Verjao ended up there from Michigan. Oh, yeah. She probably is a starter. Yeah. She
1: probably yeah. started. I forgot
2: about that. Yep. I think they have a shot. Uh, I mean, Deja Fair is legit. She's just, she's just a legit player. I think she was also on the ACC preseason team. Yep. She was. Um, she a le- legit star. They're going to just need a little bit more than they had last year to to make it to the NCAA tournament. I think they can do it. You know what? I'll make a prediction. I oh, think Syracuse so. someone... is making the tournament. Wait, let me make sure that works Put with everything.
1: over your head instead of mine. I like it. Go ahead. <laughs> you do that?
2: Well, that, that would mean I have nine teams in the ACC making the tournament. Oh. That's a lot. That's a
1: lot. But Sorry. not unfathomable. What? I mean, you know – Stranger Things?
2: Not crazy. It's not crazy. But that's why Syracuse didn't make it last year, frankly, is because there was just too many teams that, have, that were in from the ACC. And so sure. they really needed to, to prove themselves at the conference and they didn't get that done. I don't know. I could see it. I could see one of those top eight teams that have fallen out in favor of Syracuse.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I guess I won't predict them being in the tournament. But I like them as a bubble team. How about that? I
1: Syracuse, like
2: that. Uh, very solid bubble team at the very least this year. Like they co-signing, were
1: like. Co-signing that with you.
2: Uh, Clemson. What do I have to say about Clemson? Uh, you could say it. Well, they're they're good. No, they are. I'm just trying to think who I want to mention. Cause you got you got uh Ruby Whitehorn. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Uh, she she was solid last year. I believe she made all ACC. I'm gonna double check right now. Um, she was on second team. Yeah. And so was yeah. Mari Robinson. Or no, Amari, Amari Robinson made second team. That's all I was looking for, guys. Sorry. Wow. Oh. Second team who, made, who didn't make it. Um, but yeah, Amari Robinson, really, really good post player. Um, I don't I don't know how how much better they can get just because the conference is so good. Um, but, you know, it's another year of really good players. Um, I think they're both. Uh, Whitehorn's a sophomore, so she's going to be making that jump into sophomore. And then Robinson's a grab. So she's coming back. I get them confused. Whitehorn Whitehorn's a great name, by the way.
1: That is a great name.
2: She, she, she's a really good basketball player. She has a great name. though. Yeah. Uh, but Clemson, that's my thought. Uh, if you want to watch them, Amari Robinson uh, down deep in the post.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, the depth, I mean, you always have to, I mean, especially, I mean, in any conference, but specifically in Power Five conference, you've got to have depth and you got to have players off the bench and they have to be able to contribute. So that's something to – to watch for Clemson, see if they can gather themselves enough uh, to be galvanized off the bench and, and produce.
2: This is uh, six year. Oh, six year for Amanda Butler.
1: Oh wow! Amanda From Butler is at Florida for a chunk, and then yeah, interesting. How the time goes, doesn't it? Well, wow, six years for her there. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Amanda.
2: I feel like that. I feel like I remember when she got there, but uh, <laughs> Amanda sad. Butler, good people. All the coach. I really like all of the coaches in the same. I, I, really same. Like all- I didn't mention Carol Lawson, but Carol Lawson. Uh, yeah, she. She's. Yeah, we, we talked about Duke though, right? Okay, I didn't imagine it because I feel he like I mentioned Carol. Yeah. Lawson. When we're talking about DMV Duke. Carol. I don't think I said her name, um, so I'm sorry. Sorry to Carol oh, I
1: did. I, I mentioned her. <laughs> I feel like
2: we're, When I talk negative about a team, I don't mention the coach. Uh, <laughs> but uh we will talk about BC's coach cuz i like her yeah. Joanna Bernaby McMe. She's entering yeah. her fifth year. Oh um, my god. And it's been a struggle in the portal, man. It yeah. There's a lot didn't of.
1: Play- she get, didn't she get coach of the year when she first got up there though?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So she was the Maryland uh, assistant and then went up there.
2: Yeah. yeah she was also, she's like a D3 West Virginia like legend. Yes, um, she's actually she 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 has a really interesting story. I, we did a podcast with her. If you guys want to go down the feed, well, I did a pod, I'm sorry, I did a podcast with her a yeah. few years ago, uh, where she talked about how she like left to uh, left coaching to have her kids and then raised them for a while, and then she got back into it, and then she's risen back up to the ranks of being the Boston College coach.
0: How about that?
2: She's, she's very she's very cool. Uh, nice she actually yeah she good cool coach. What I think is happening honestly is that she's getting good players to come to BC. And the right. rest of the conference is like, oh, those players are good. Uh, do you want to come play at North Carolina Chapel Hill instead of Boston College? And no offense to Boston College, but the resources, the exposure, the basketball tradition is just better at the other ACC schools. Um, so that's kind of my like yeah. process as to why why uh, players you know are coming in and out. Um but I like their team again this year. I mean, I, I think they're pretty good. I think they have a they have a shot at being a bubble team. I don't think they will be just because they're they don't have the mm-hmm. level of they've had. and They're relying on some freshmen. Um, but Wagner, Wagner, um, yeah. De- Devon, I always pr- mispronounce her first name. Um, but she is, she's really uh, came into her own in the tournament last year um, mm-hmm. when she uh, had to step <laughs> up players that were injured and she you know was coming back from an injury herself and she has a right. great game she had like 18 points in, in two or three straight games i'm into it i think boston college is a team that could be on the bubble i don't think they will be and i think it's another another year here and hopefully they just have like some continuity going into the next year because that's right. what they
1: want yeah it makes it makes a difference when you can have next. that leverage yeah you gotta have that
2: we'll go next wake forest now among coaching staffs that I know, this is this is like one of my favorites. Uh, Mega yeah. Jebby coming over from American, bringing her whole staff. Uh, they're cool people. They're nice yeah. people, and they they've had barbecue with me. And if you've had barbecue with me, <laughs> we're just very good friends. That's how it works. That's uh, how. it works? I but, love it. One well, it, 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 yeah. way it's an easy way to be friends with me. If you if we had barbecue together, we're friends. Uh, but we for us last year, uh, 17-7. Another team that was kind of close to the bubble, and not—they didn't make it onto the bubble, but they did have a nice run the right. to ACC tournament. Uh, the big news there is—I <laughs> always freaking do this—is Jewel Spear transfers to Tennessee. Uh, the reason I was laughing is because in my notes I put Jewel Lloyd. Um, oh no, <laughs> that's a mistake. I imagine I've been making for your, a long time.
1: <laughs> you morphed your WNBA and NBA. Uh,
2: the amount of times I've done this to both of them in my notes
1: okay, WNBA and NCAA.
2: <laughs> the amount of times I've done this to both of them in my notes because they're two players I talk about a ton mm-hmm. is, is astounding. But I know this is Jewel Spear because obviously Jewel Lloyd plays for the Seattle Storm, and unless she's gone to Tennessee as well. But right. so this team loses Jewel Spear. Uh, she was a late transfer out of the program uh, to Tennessee. And so and then they're you know kind of picking up the pieces from losing her. But Jebbia runs a really, really nice motion offense program. Um, and that's, for me, uh, just something that I, I really like. They'll get better in year two. Okay, so that's Wake Forest. Let's go. Rapid fire, because Chrissy has to go. So, all right. Uh, Wake Forest, Lost Jewel Spear. I think they're still going to be pretty good. Year two of motion offense. Virginia, second year of uh, Coach Amaka. Well, yeah. they lost Taylor Valdez. That's a big deal. They bring in Paris Clark. I think Paris Clark's a really good basketball player. I think she can have a big year at Virginia, right? Yes. It's better, better in year two. Possible bubble team. This is just possible bubble team tier. Everyone from NC State down has just sure. been possible bubble. Okay, oh, okay. Check, that, This is where the possible bubble stops. Is above Georgia Tech because I don't know Bless her heart, she's really a cool person, but like I am not sure about this team. Uh, I don't really know much of about them. It's a rebuilding time for them. Pitt, new coach Tony Verdi from UMass. Yes, a lot of time, a lot of time under his belt at UMass coming into Pitt. Um, I don't know literally jack about this team. Uh, I know Two King. She's good. She's a good four. She can drive from the nail, and she has some really nice elbow touches. That's it. I don't. I, could, I mean, there's only players I know on this team. Best of luck to Pitt and to Georgia Tech. And to uh, who else did I say? Oh, Pittsburgh! Check. That's the only teams I have on the, the yeah. not, not possible bubble. Maybe surprises. Who knows? Good for them. All right, I'm done, Chrissy.
1: Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, you never know the bubble, non-bubble. You never know until the games get going. And I tell you what, the games start in the next couple of days, and I can't wait to start breaking down the games because that's when we'll really start to see all of what our prognostications look like and whether they're good or not. And I think it's going to be fun to watch. It's definitely going to be fun to watch, but you know, a lot of different factors, a lot of different aspects for a lot of teams, especially throughout the ACC, but those top three, definitely keep an eye on those to make some deep runs yet again. Miami
2: And Miami. <laughs> on a, on Miami basketball teams all I'm saying. All right. Go
1: you. <laughs> No, but anyway, Hey man, you know, it's always fun chopping it up and the ACC is going to be another tough conference this year. And we can't wait to bring you all the action on next week's show. Once they have a bunch of jump balls going up uh, for us to, to talk about and, and leaving it like that and getting some jumpers in. <laughs> no, it's going to be a blast and we can't wait to continue to bring it to you right here on the Her Hoop Stats. Podcast Network. For Gabe Ibrahim, I'm Christy Muncher Scott, and this has been Courtside with Christy and Gabe. We'll see you next.